Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As a viewer of the show, yeah, what's your here's what there? I think went down. Yeah, let's <laughs> fucking hear it. What's up, everybody? It's Katie Austin here. We are still in Nashville. We actually saved the best interview for last. We have Victoria in the house. Hey, thank you for having me. And I feel really bad because everyone's I'm sober. A hungover. Yeah. <laughs> hungover and sober. Yeah. So for all these other interviews, we have like champagne, wine. I'm like, I can't even fucking stomach alcohol right now. <laughs> and I was really about to say this before the interview. I was like trying to ask you a question. I'm like, Katie, articulate your words. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So you know when you're hungover and like your words don't become words. Words. Like yeah. your thoughts are like, okay, I want to say this, but I don't know how to say it. Words are hard. Yeah, when words are really hard. Yeah. But they're also it's easier not to care about what you're saying when you're hungover. Yeah, because you'll just say what, what the fuck ever. Yeah, it's you'll like, literally be, I'm like, so comfortable. Surely no one cares. Right, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're actually doing 30 days sober right now. 30 days sober. Man, what day are you on? I am on day 17 now. Okay, so you're over the hump of like two weekends have already passed. Yeah. Which I feel like is the hardest. It is. Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we just talked about this. So it definitely is the hardest, like those 15 days you're just like, Fuck. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It actually is fucking hard. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's really hard. It is actually really Especially hard. Especially in Nashville. Yeah. And well, that's why I try not to go out. You I know, you've been here for the past absolutely. how many fucking days? I've been here all week, and yeah. it's really crazy because I always think about this. I would love to not drink as much, and I know yep. this sounds like very peer pressure but... When you're in your 20s, everything social revolves around alcohol. Absolutely. And if I'm, like, even going out to dinner with friends, it's not like, Katie, why aren't you drinking? But also, I feel like we have those, like, personalities where it's, like, we're known to be, like, having fun. Yeah, it's like, I the want fun to... girls. Exactly, yeah. and I want to portray, like, that's who I actually am. But if I don't drink, I don't want anyone to judge me. So it's like... I totally get yeah, that. Yeah, it's hard. So what I've been doing, <laughs> because I have that problem, too... Also, I drop a lot of F-bombs. I'm sorry. I'll like, try totally to write good. it in. The but... show name is Austin AF, meaning Austin as fuck. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, but what I've been doing when I go out now is I order mocktails. And no one knows. And no one fucking knows. Yeah. And so they just think I'm getting lit. Because I'm like, keep on going. Yeah, it's like I'll have a cranberry spritzer. Yeah. No one knows that it's just under the mocktails at all. They have no idea. Also, when you are drinking around people, like say you're just like holding a red cup and you're not actually drinking anything, but everyone around you is, you almost have that effect. Where I thought I, I would... <laughs> I almost felt like I was getting drunk. Yeah. No, it was really weird. Like last weekend, I asked my friend, I was like, did you put, did you tell the bartender to put alcohol in it? Because I was like, oh, I'm feeling loose. <laughs> yeah. It's just like something about holding a cup in your hand. Exactly. Like, Shit. So, yeah. Okay, so what prompted you to do 30 Days Sober? You know, it's kind of funny. So I get really bad anxiety, like crippling anxiety. Yeah. So I had read a book called Dopamine Nation, and basically it talks about addiction and all that, and not that I think I have a problem with alcohol or an unhealthy, like, addiction to it, but one of the things was that it actually 
cured anxiety when you took away like whatever you were addicted to. I mean, you could be addicted to fucking cold showers. So like whatever (laughs) it is, like if you take it away for 30 days is when you start to see a difference. That's what prompted it. And then, you know, I've, this is gonna sound cliche, but I just like prayed about it. And I was like, is this something that you want? And God was like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's really interesting, too, because alcohol is such a crazy thing when you go out to dinner and it's like, I'm going to have two drinks, I'm going to have one drink. Yeah. It's so much easier to cut it out as a whole right. than to half-ass it. Oh, yeah. And There's no way. That's what made it so easy, so I did 30 days sober. By the way, anyone who's, like, really sober here, congratulations, because 30 days is even freaking hard. Oh, yeah. Like, it is a yeah. huge task. Absolutely. Yeah, to get over that, like, mental state of, like, being sober and, like, being socially accepted for it. I say that in quotes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I did it, I first off, I felt amazing. Do you feel so much better? I feel so much better. <laughs> like, I wake up every day at like 5.45. Good for you. Yeah, it, I feel so much better. I don't have as much anxiety. Obviously, I still deal with it. But um, yeah, it just feels good. You don't yeah. feel like dog shit. Yeah, like me right now. Yeah, like you right Thank you so out. much for rubbing it in my face. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, so I actually would love to talk to you about, and I, and I know this is kind of, kind of jumping the gun here because I yeah. want to talk to you about your experience on the show and The Bachelor and stuff, but like, because you mentioned your anxiety mm-hmm. and, you know, I struggle with mild anxiety as well, mm-hmm. um, I would love to just talk to you about, like, the mental health aspect of oh. being on that show. Yes. You know what? This could be a whole series. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. I think that your mental health, it, it takes a large toll on your mental health. And, like, I don't think people really understand what you go through. It's It's... Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I think looking back, I have noticed how much it really did affect me. Like, first coming off, I was like, I knew I was a little bit of a mess, but I didn't realize how much of a mess. And actually, it's carried on. I mean, it's two years later, and these are things that I'm just now addressing in the past probably six months, um, which has led me to... uh, find a program called Pivot. Shout out Pivot. Um, They're amazing. They're like this therapy program that I've been doing. But it really takes a fucking toll on yeah. you. Your body, your your mind, like everything. So And you're really like stuck in a house for how many weeks? Like so many weeks on end without your phone, without people that you're comfortable with too. Yeah. And especially in your situation, I feel like you had it really Let's rough. Let's get down and dirty, baby. <laughs> comfortable, Let's baby. Go. I feel like you had it really rough. And yeah. I just feel like that must have been really hard. Yeah. Like, people coming after you, I'm sure, like, you know, as you watch it back, and then you see your DMs on how much, like, people are saying hate comments to mm-hmm. you. And, like, how how did, how did you deal with that, truly? That is... Thank you for asking me that, number one, because I feel yeah. like that is such, like, a... Um, people don't ask that. They don't ask, like, how are you doing? Uh, but, yeah, there was hundreds, and when I mean hundreds, I mean hundreds of messages of, like, the worst possible things you could fucking think of, and I don't need, need a pity party, but um, go kill yourself, like, you it's fucking home-wrecking whore, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and that, at first, really triggered me because I felt... I felt attacked by the entire world. Yeah. And there wasn't anything I could do about it because no matter what I said, it was almost just feeding into the drama. So I I was silent. I remained yeah. silent. And honestly, in those those were the darkest moments of my life. I'm so sorry. Oh, thank because you. Because honestly, so like 
if you did speak out, you were wrong. If right. you stayed silent, you're wrong. Right. And there's really nothing you could do to yeah. be right to no, the no. public. There was nothing. There was nothing I could say. And I, yeah. And so, like you said, if you said anything, you're wrong. If you if you didn't, then then obviously it's true and yada yada. So, but I'm I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for the experience because it actually made me reflect on like, why the fuck do I care? what random ass people think of me. Yeah. And it got some deep diving. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really like brought out a lot of shit that I had never weeded through or worked through um growing up. So it was just yeah. It was it was a phenomenal experience later. Absolutely. It made you have thicker skin. Absolutely. To get through anything. Now it's like, okay, that one hate comment, I will never even care what that oh person is. Oh my god, thinks. I don't get it. But at the same shit. times it's different too because people are telling these hate comments and being mean off of a reality show. Mm, like, mm -hmm. this isn't real life. This is not, you're not doing a docu-series and you're editing and producing right. it. Right. This is other people producing what they want to produce on you. Absolutely. Which is so crazy because it's like, these people don't even know that it's all semi-scripted. Like, yeah, they have no idea. They have no idea. They think reality TV is reality. I'm like, honey, you're so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. It's cute. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And, and what they don't know is that portions of, little insider tidbit, but portions of the show being shot were, they, they will just loop that in anywhere they want, you know? I mean, I could have said they get, take a sound bite and place it wherever the fuck they want. Right. And people don't realize that. Even reactions. Oh, an eye roll. Bitch. That's what I, that's what I, I have. So, a lot of eye rolls. Yeah. Okay. And so they would pair something, someone saying something, and yeah. then they'd cut to you and you'd eye roll. Yeah. And you know that wasn't your reaction to what she said. Yeah, you're like, wait, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> definitely didn't do that then. It was probably like another conversation right. and they cut to your reaction. So yeah. even like body language and energy is read wrong on mm -hmm. the show. It's not only just what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So did you have any, like, anxiety while you're filming it? Did you have anxiety that, like, you were being portrayed wrong? So, you know, during it, you... A little bit. I knew, I knew, <laughs> I had, and then clearly got a sneaky <laughs> suspicion, if you will, that I, it was probably not going to be good for me. Um, but not to the, to the extreme that it was portrayed. Because on my end, things that were going on in the house were were bad and and some of my reactions were not good trust me i'm very fucking aware of that but a lot of it was outside stuff that i had no idea was going on outside of the show and that's right. where people form their opinion before they even knew me so if you took all that away and you really just looked at what i did on the show you'd be like okay this girl is a little bit fucking crazy <laughs> but like whatever you know what i mean yeah but you're also in a scenario that's also not real life right. you are trapped in a house with people you don't know, mm -hmm. fighting after one boy. It's so, so it's fun. pitting you against each other. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, of course, everything is going to be so heightened right. if you are in this scenario already. So yeah. it's like, maybe in real life, that wasn't how you were going to react. But like, because you're given this situation, of course, that's how you're going to react. You're already going freaking mentally insane. Yeah, and, and a lot of what people don't know is like, and sorry, ABC in advance um, for fucking <laughs> telling all secrets. But a lot of what people don't know is that you hardly get any sleep. So we would be out on group dates till 4 a.m. No. And then they would wake you up at 6 a.m. So you get two hours of sleep for four days in a row. You're sleep deprived. You don't get a full meal. They feed you appetizers. 
like, I remember one day we were at this fucking date no. and they're like, lunch is served. It was like fucking Reese's Pieces and like some potato chips. I was like, I would go crazy. I was like, okay, cool. So you, um, oh my God. So malnutrition and sleep yeah. deprivation. Yeah. And so. especially like not even eating enough, but not eating good nutrients for your body. Right. And like alcohol. Do you drink alcohol in the show? Yeah, yeah. So there, you are limited to two drinks per hour, and you, I mean, yeah. How drunk can you get off two drinks an hour? Well, if you're not eating a lot, yeah. you know, <laughs> I can get a little drunk off. The She's a cheap date. Two beers. I'm a cheap date. Two beers, and I'm a little tipsy if I haven't eaten. Yeah. And also, I, you know, you don't have to say anything to this as well. But like, right. what? Okay, as a as a viewer of the show, yeah. What's your here's favorite? what I think went down. Yeah, let's fucking <laughs> hear it. I think. <laughs> you one time said, uh, they're probably like, who is the most famous person you've hooked up with? And they're and you like said Chase. And so they literally had Chase purposely at the thing, at the freaking concert for you to have their reaction. So that situation, like, I, I think it's very funny that you bring that up. Like, who's the most famous person you've hooked up? No, absolutely. I, absolutely not. I did not tell anybody, anybody going into it that I, him and I had been seeing each other before. But do you think that the producers found out from so someone? So this is what happened. This girl in my hometown, she's just, you know, I'll save that. But she uh, she got wind of it from, we had a mutual friend and, you know, she got wind of it because she saw that I was like with him in Charlotte, whatever. Um, and she she called, she kept calling ABC three weeks before I left for the show like incessantly and wouldn't stop. And she was like, she was just in Charlotte with him. Like they've been seeing each other, blah, 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 blah. So um, yeah, I mean, they, they obviously, oh, surprise. Yeah. yeah, surprise motherfuckers. Like What the hell? Yeah, so that was all. He had also been in talks with them for a year, a year prior to that of going on the show and performing. It, it never panned out for him. Um, until I came into the fucking picture, and I Makes was his fucking sense. meal ticket, baby. Oh so, my gosh! Yeah, did he know you were going on the show? Yes. Okay, so he knew you were going to be on the show, mm -hmm. and he says yes mm -hmm. to the show still. Yeah, and he. So what happened? And honestly, I'm probably gonna get. They're gonna be sending me some fucking papers after this. But you don't have to say that. I, you I don't. don't no, I, I will <laughs> say it because it's fucked up. But um, they basically reached out to him after I had left, so he had no way of contacting me to tell me that he was going on. So they reached out to him and said, hey, hey, bud, you want to come on the show and perform? Um, and, you know, he actually had, he was on tour. Yeah. So he actually had to cancel one of his tour dates to go on it. But he had no way of contacting me to let me know. All of it's a really fucked up, weird mess that happened, and I was just the butt of the joke. Yeah. And that was that. Was that. Damn. Yeah. Wow, okay, did you guys like reconnect after to be like, what the hell was that? Like. Yeah, we did actually. Um, so when I got off, we, we talked, and we talked about the whole situation and what kind of what went down at that time, and you know, he was, Shocked, apparently. But you know what's funny to me is that there was so many, like, leaks 
during that time of like who was going to be on the date and who right. was like so there's he, a whole crowd there too right yeah right I mean they knew so he knew that I was going to be on that date I mean there's no way in his mind where he's I mean, come the fuck on, like, yeah. use your brain. But you know what? For his image, he's gonna maintain that story, and good for him. Yeah. He... Pub any publicity is good publicity in that case, too. <laughs> I guess because that so. scene was really memorable as well. Right. So, like, isn't it funny that that girl who literally called like 400 times is yeah. like, well, no, actually, you're not the butt of the joke. Like, that girl <laughs> is, because at the end of the yeah. day, it helps you, yeah. you know, like, you know, to get TV exposure and, like, get your name out there. Like, that's how I think about it as, like, well, yeah, you know, personality yeah. myself. Like, that's how I would see it. You that's have to spin it in a good way yeah. to be like, hey, thank you so much to that girl who called so many times. Yeah. Thank you for helping me. She also was the girl who, once her failed attempt, you know, didn't work with the whole, you know, Chase thing. Um, she's the one who came to my hometown and and, you know, spread these rumors and these, like, lies, so. Actually, I, I really would just like to sit someone like her down, and any of the hate comments down, and ask why. I always say there's something that screams more about her than anything about you, mm -hmm. and that's anyone who, like, talks shit about people or, like, literally tears people down, but that's in a different way, tearing someone down. Yeah. That is literally going after you and almost stalking you. Oh, no, she tried to ruin my life. Like, it was to a point where she had created fake emails, was, like, emailing people. Like, it, it, yeah, it got it got really bad, and no one believed me. Because, Victoria. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a very... Oh, my God. And, and, and honestly, you're probably the first person I've actually told publicly about this. No, like, you're literally making me really upset. I'm so sorry. No, I no. really can't imagine doing someone doing that. I had to... I got... And no one knows this either, but I had to get the police involved. Like, you it should. was very... Um, it was a lot, yeah. Oh my God. And then I had people from like, I can laugh about it now, but I had people from like fucking Missouri like messaging me being like, you fucked my husband. I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. well, actually I did it, but that's yeah. cute. Yeah, and then so. that person like goes on to just spread that story. You know right, what I mean? Right. Or even if you did sleep with the person, it's like, yeah, before you guys maybe got married or met right. each other, like, you know, or something like that. Like yeah. even if like, some ounces, an ounce is true. Like if I hooked up with a guy who's now, like five years ago, who's now married, it's right. like, oh yeah, I might have hooked up with him when he was single. Like why are we spreading some weird ass rumors? Yeah. Like rumors to me, and I feel like you've had so many rumors started about yeah. you and it's so hard to just like still be so true to yourself mm -hmm. and not show how angry you are with the world mm -hmm. because it's like you have to be so confident and love yourself so much to be like, no, I know that's not true. Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter anyone else in the world if they do think that's true. It's like, I know me. And I know right. that's not true. Yeah. You know, it, it took me a very, I could get emotional right now. It took me a very long time to get there. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, and not only because it's like, in a town or like anyone goes through bullshit in high school and rumors, this is national. Yeah. This is literally so many people on sites and like. Well, it's international. International. I, mean, I have people from like Sweden, they message me, Italy, I mean, it's insane. So it's like, this is, you have to think 10 million people watch the show. And yeah, that was um, for 10 million people to judge you and they don't even fucking know you. Crazy. Sorry, I don't want to get emotional, but no, no it took hard. me a very, very long time to get where I am today and kind of say fuck the bullshit because that 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. No. And surrounding yourself with people who know you mm -hmm. and that you're so comfortable with and, like, love you for you, yeah. I think is really, really important, too. Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was big to just surround myself with family at that time. I remember I didn't, like, literally leave the house for, like, a month just because I was like, I didn't even want to see, like, anyone. Because then you just don't even know who your friends are. No, you don't. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, and it, did that, would you say, prompt the move from L.A. to Nashville at all? So I actually was in Virginia hey. before I was in Nashville. Okay. So I lived, I was in L.A. for probably, funny story, I found a place in L.A. and I was like, Fuck yeah, I moved to LA, <laughs> West Hollywood, baby, let's go. I got there. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you move there during the pandemic too? Yeah. Okay, no. Yeah, no. Right. no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh man, yeah. that's the worst. So I, I was there a total of a week and a half, and I was supposed to be there for six months. And I was like, I'm fucking out. So went flew into Nashville for 24 hours, and I had always had like a heart for Nashville, but um, came here for 24 hours and then found my house and hell yeah, that's it. Hell yeah, and I feel like you history. have a really group, uh, good group of girls here too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Does did the the bachelor, <laughs> bachelor nation? Do they like really stick together? I feel like they do. Yeah, it's kind of fucking weird. Well, I get it also because you've been through the same experiences and mm -hmm. you understand each other. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it you just get connected and people go through so many similar things like. Um, a good friend of mine, Blake, who was on the show too, he went through something like very similar as me and he reached out and I was just like, I'm so sorry for what you've gone through and you can connect on that level yeah. and they, people just get you, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I saw he actually came out with a statement that was like, when you guys decided not to do Bachelor in Paradise. Mm -hmm. Okay. P.S. I like have never watched um, Bachelor in Paradise or really? no, never. Yeah. And um, I think Peter's season was like one of the only seasons that I like actually kind of watched here and there. Yeah. Truly, from the bottom of my heart. Because it got a lot of hype, I feel like. I don't know why, but it really did. It really did. It because me weird. saying I don't know why is because Peter to me is not it. And I, you don't have to edit that one out. <laughs> you don't have to say shit. But if I saw Peter as an actor, I'd be like, nope, psych. Yeah. Hell no. And I wouldn't even compete for him. I'd just be like, I'm here for the drinks and the food. <laughs> like, <laughs> hell no. You don't even deal with But that's my opinion. Well, <laughs> like, you know what's funny is like you, you say that, right? But... Then when you're in it, yeah. and and you live, you breathe, you eat, Peter, like literally, they're shoving <laughs> fucking this person down your throat. Like he's so amazing, he's yeah. awesome. Isn't he super like hot today? Blah blah blah. And then you see other people who are just like gawking over him. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Am I fucking missing something right now? You're it's like, like an okay. icon complex. You know what I mean? Like when you look up to someone, yes. and and why is it? that, like, not even part of The Bachelor, just, like, when I was, like, really attracted to my, I have a boyfriend now, like, no. I loved when, like, other girls liked him, too. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with me? It's but, like, sick. I loved it. No, I, I don't like a guy that other girls don't like. Yes. <laughs> what is the, that? The minute that I find out that, like, a guy I'm attracted to has, like, no prospects. I know. I'm, I'm like, like mm, that's not fun. I'm out. You're, yeah. Yeah. What yeah. the hell? I, I don't, don't know. know. I think that's just science for you because we want 
Yeah. We want what like I don't. I we don't want know. what other people have or yeah. what other people want. Yeah, I, I really actually would like to look that up and why that is because I've always wanted guys who have other girls. Of, like, oh, oh, that other girls like. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. Maybe that's no, like the I whole hard to get thing. Weird because it's like it's like no one even likes you. Like why would I like you? <laughs> exactly. Like, hold the fuck up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so we, going back to what Blake said, mm-hmm. when you guys didn't do Bachelor in Paradise, um, he was like, it's just such a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. And he like came out and said that. I was like, damn, I feel like that was like really big to say because I think also any viewer can kind of realize it's a toxic environment mm-hmm. when like someone gets booted off and someone comes on and it's like, I don't know, it's just like I feel like wouldn't be for me like that type yeah. of show. I'd rather do like The Bachelor rather than In Paradise. You know, I would actually... I would rather do Paradise. Really? Absolutely. Because it's shorter term. It's shorter term. It's more fun. Like, the, it's, it's, you can hang out um, with other people when you're on The Bachelor. You are, like, confined to your That's room. That's so true. You can't fucking oh, yeah, leave. you're right. Yeah. There's other options. Yeah, you can, oh, like, shoot. mingle. You can walk around. <laughs> yeah. Like, without people pestering you, being like, where are you going? <laughs> you mic'd up? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. I did not think about that, yeah. like, at all. Yeah. Um, have you, uh, this is, like, a totally cho- topic change, too, but have mm-hmm. you seen any differences between, like, Living in Nashville now, like, do, are you just so content living here? I've been here for a week. I'm obsessed. Yeah, do you want to move here? She yeah, I'm literally <laughs> like, I want to move to Nashville, but uh, my body would be yeah, uh-huh. different. I get it. Yeah, get like, do you, do you cook at home? <laughs> yeah, you're like, healthy? what do you do? How do you, how do you live here? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I love Nashville. I absolutely love it. This is home to me, and... It's a lot like, um, well, you're from Virginia, like we yeah. talked about, VA rep. Um, so it's a lot like Virginia, in a sense, to me at least. And yeah. So it's got like a small town feel, but still you're in a city. So you're able to venture out, meet people, do things. Right. But it's not L.A. Yes, but I love it's still a place where people come to visit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Virginia, mm-hmm. no offense to our state, no Shout one's out. visiting. No, no one's, one's fucking coming to, to Virginia. Virginia. Like Nashville's, like like you said, smaller town feel, but yeah. at least you're getting like people coming from New York, from LA, and like cool things are still held here. Virginia, no offense if you live there. Uh, I grew up there. <laughs> no we one's love visiting. It. We love Virginia. <laughs> I have it tatted on me, yeah. so I swear I love it. No shade. Um, are you dating in Nashville? Oh, wow. Let's talk about Let's it. Talk. Um, <laughs> So I always say this, and I just stick to this. I just, like, don't divulge who I'm dating. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. You don't have to. Yeah. Literally at all. We had someone yesterday say the same thing. They're like, don't ask me that question. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Because no, also, either. it's like, even if you are dating someone, this is what happened the other day. The person was dating someone, but yeah. they didn't want to say they were because they're not taking it seriously. And they, that he knew that the girl would watch our show and be like, you said you were single, are you? And it was like, I just don't want drama in my real life. And I was like, no, I get it, I get that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so I, mainly I do it just because that's the one piece of my life that I'm able to keep semi-private. Yeah. So whoever you think I'm dating, I'm definitely not. You know what I mean? Like I to love for, that. For outside people, because yeah. like, oh, you're, I'm like, the person you definitely think I'm dating, I'm definitely not, not. dating them. Do so. you think, like, once, 
I don't know, like after a year of dating someone, do you think that you'll like post about them on social media or is that something like, literally I'm not telling people until I'm walking down a fucking aisle. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I recently came to the conclusion that I'm not posting somebody until I have a ring on my finger. Dead ass. Dead ass. Literally not posting them until yeah. you have a, you, people are gonna be like, wait, this girl's <laughs> married and you're like, yeah, we've been for three years, yeah, no I'm one like, knew. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to, because I share everything online, mm -hmm. uh, but it is so nice to keep like some things to yourself. Right. Like for me, I post my boyfriend, but mm -hmm. I've never tagged him before. Oh, People don't know his that. name. And See, that to me I... is like, why? I don't know why. I, I really that. don't. First mm -hmm. off, I do know why. Girls are crazy. They would follow him. Be in his DMs. Literally be in his DMs. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend I would tag and like literally he met his new girlfriend from me. Like See? someone who followed me. Sick. Yeah. That is fucking, that's partially right? the reason why. You just don't have it. Like yeah. I don't know what it is. So yeah, I'll, I'll post him because I'm in love with him and I mm -hmm. want to share him with the world, but I have never to this day tagged him in anything. And he's like, I why don't you tag me? And I'm like, sweetie, just please. Like, just I know me. I've been down this road of like girls being crazy. And I hate that line of like, girls are crazy because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's such a terrible, demeaning thing to say as a female ourselves. No, no. But, I... like, if you've been through what we have been through, mm -hmm. and we mean it in, like, the very lightest terms, then, like, it's understandable. Here, here's the thing is that girls are thirsty. Yes. They just are. At the end of the day, they're fucking thirsty. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. I've been fucking thirsty. Yeah. So I know how this game works. We all have to have those phases. No, but I like totally agree. And and here's the thing as well. I have never hooked up with someone who has a boyfriend or, I mean, sorry. I have never hooked up with <laughs> a guy. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Never hooked up with a girl either. <laughs> Don't count it out though forever, guys. Um, yeah. But I've never hooked up with a guy who's had a significant other. Mm. So if you're both single, and I was single for two years before I met my boyfriend, and he's single, then all is fair in love, is love and war. What's the saying? All is fair, all in, is love. fair in love and war. I'm hungover. All is fair in love and She's war. She's like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I'm like, Victoria, you want to take yeah, it? Yeah, you're like, you so cool, <laughs> So, like, what's the next question? I'm hungover. <laughs> I'm so jealous of you right now, not being hungover. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm never drinking again. I'm about to go on a three-day more bender. So good fucking luck. I'm terrified. Mm. I have a green juice in the refrigerator. That's like something that I like to do. Yeah, generally. it's like mm, I'm gonna drink like 14 shots of vodka the next day. Yeah. Green juice. Surely, green juice. surely that's it's gonna do the job yeah. to make me just feel, you know, just very clean with my body. Surely that will surely. Uh, cure everything. Yes. For you. Yes. Okay. Back I have to a the boyfriend thing. Did yeah. You, did you want to finish that? Let's. What was I saying? I don't even know. Fuck <laughs> me. Oh, I was like not tagging him. I don't want to share social yeah, media. Yeah. 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 I don't want to yeah. share him and his name on social media. Like even people who are like kind of close with me but never met him, they're like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm gonna bring him around, and they're like, Holy shit, that's your boyfriend's name? And I'm like, Yeah, we've been dating for over a year, and that's his name. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. if you, even if you do want to share your significant other, just maybe if you have followers online or if you've been through any hate comments, just mm -hmm. don't share their name. No, I'm definitely no, not sharing no, anything no. ever again. Okay, I have a little segment for us now. What? And it's called Mildest to Wildest. And we stole this. From who? <laughs> because what? there was this really cute cocktail menu here in Nashville. We mm. were out to dinner last night, and the cocktail menu said mildest to wildest, and it was like strongest drinks at the last. 
Wow. And I was like, that's a really cute segment I name. Like so shout out to Pinewood Social. Anyways. <gasps> Pinewood Social, I love <laughs> yeah. them. Shout yeah, out. look at their menu. Yeah. So our segment name from inspiration from Pinewood Social yes, Nashville. Wildest to wildest. Favorite restaurant in Nashville. Favorite restaurant in Nashville. Wow, you're putting me on the spot. Sorry. Shit. Um, I love any of the M Street restaurants. So like King Prime, uh, Moto, uh, San Anejo, they're all really good. I've never heard of them and I'm not here a day longer to check it out. Bourbon Steakhouse. I've never heard of any of these. I feel like Fuck. I need to be here for like six months you need to, to come experience <laughs> everything because yeah. I can't fit it everything in my belly this week. Yeah. Okay. You need to come back. Nashville or LA? Wait, like or as a LA? city. Oh, Nashville. Yeah, for I knew sure. you were going to say. Stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite drink of choice when you're not doing 30 days over? Oh, fuck. Um, I do love vodka soda, but tequila as well. Oh, wait, so you drink tequila and vodka? Just Good for not you. together. Not together. I am crazy when I drink vodka. I'm crazy when I drink tequila. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, no. I can't. No. I can only do tequila car. because I. Um, don't do vodka. Okay, well, good. Yeah, so we'll stick to our, our yeah, good we'll uh, to our... Of choice. Uh-huh. What is your ideal perfect date? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Like, I would normally be like, okay, yeah, like, flowers, <laughs> cute. Like, no, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I would rather, like, chill and hang out and drink a beer at a dive bar like, my ideal Great. date would be to go to, like, Never Never, which is a little bar up here. It's actually oh, right down the street. Um, order takeout to Never Never because you're able to do that. Cute. Order a glass of Cab Sav and drink it out of a straw. Out of a straw? Yeah. Because is that, like, teeth or? Because the lips. Oh, gotta keep the lips going. Keep the lips. <laughs> is that a trick? You drink it with yeah, a straw? Yeah, that's my trick. Wine? Yeah. I don't know if I could actually, like... I don't know, maybe it's just, like, the idea of drinking wine out of a straw. I should actually really try that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. No, you, it, it's, like, a mental thing, but you still put it in a wine glass. Interesting. Yeah. I'm actually on your same page, though, mm-hmm. because I don't really want, like, a fancy dinner mm-hmm. date or, like, a fancy experience because it puts way too much pressure on how amazing the date's going to go. Yes. And I would ten times rather go on, like, a coffee date or, like, a walk date or something that's just, like, doesn't have any expectation. Yeah. You know? A coffee date minus the coffee because of anxiety. You know? Yeah, true. Do you not drink coffee? No. <gasps> you don't drink any coffee? Uh-uh. Dang. It I makes could me never. poor sweat. Sweat? Makes yeah. me sweat and then I have to like go to the bathroom. So, so what perfect. happens? For I, a perfect for a date. I would love that. Come on. <laughs> I would love to go to the bathroom here in Nashville. Whenever I travel, I am constipated. Anyways, <laughs> again, I say a lot of stuff when I'm hungover. Ooh. Oh, has to do with the hangover. Best hangover food. Best hangover food? If you don't say the right answer, Victoria. Oh, shit. I'm <laughs> fucking scared. <laughs> My hangover yeah, food is red curry. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Are you okay? Like, red you curry? Sick? Yeah, red curry. Well, we've never gotten that one before. Love it. Very yeah. unique. Very unique. What's yours? Breakfast Frito. Oh, shit. Gotta have, like, a good... I'm super weird with food that I don't need eggs, so... Oh. The breakfast burrito would be, like, a wrap and... Literally no eggs. We have a, uh, one of our producers also does not like eggs, so... Oh, so, yeah, you, you like to eat air. Yeah. I as well like air. I feel like some people get very grossed out with eggs. I do understand that. Yeah. Okay, favorite city to travel to? Oh, Big Sky, Montana. Ooh, I love Big Sky. Do you yeah. ski? Uh, snowboard. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
She's a cool chick. Okay, <laughs> favorite cool. <laughs> celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Yeah. Fucking Bradley fucking Cooper. Oh, I love that he's answer. Hot, he's huh? so cute. I feel like he's a good family guy too. Yeah. Biggest red flag in a guy. Oh, this is good. Yeah. I need to sit on this for a second. I okay. feel like the biggest red flag would be. Okay. It's somebody who who has never had a long-term relationship. Oh, my boyfriend! Oh, fuck. My boyfriend. I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my boyfriend, he was, we, well, he was 27 when he met me, and he had never had a girlfriend. He had a two-month relationship when he was 16 years old. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, yeah. How old is he? 28 now. Okay. He's 27 when we started dating. <sighs> okay. Well, you know... You don't need I, to have listen, any explanation. Listen, what no, I'll no. say is I've, I've dated a lot of older guys. Okay. I feel like 27 No, it's still not normal. No, no, no. <laughs> so for the longest time, right, like, I met him, and he told me that he's never had a girlfriend, and I was like, something's wrong with you. My entire right. friend group was like... Sorry, mom and dad. My entire friend group was like, he has a small wiener, a micro penis, oh, 100%. Wow. Like... So sorry, Katie. And so we had like, this running joke, really horrible. My boyfriend does know about this now. And he's like, you're evil. And my whole entire friend group like, had this like, group chat that he had like, a micro wiener because like, there's no way that this yeah. really handsome dude has like, never had a girlfriend. Oh. Turned out he did. Just, there was another reason I would you're never. Like, turns I out he didn't have a micro penis. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to your boyfriend's promise. <laughs> it's perfect. Anyways, next question. Uh, worst date that you've ever had? The worst date I've ever had. I don't think I've been on very many dates. Really? Yeah. You've been on a lot of one-on-ones, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I stay for oh, my, the worst date I've ever been on is with, with uh, Peter Weber, where I saw a guy that I was talking to That's a performing. good one. That was a great was one. Fucking awful. <laughs> I would say, yeah, that was probably your worst date also televised on national TV. Yeah, it was good. Good times. Good times. Have you ever been cheated on? Wow. Not that I know of, but... I don't know. Fuck. Not that you know of, actually. Not that's, that I know Ignorance of. is bliss in that, in that and case. And I love it. Biggest turn on? When, some, when, a, when a man can do something very, very well. It doesn't matter what it is. I mean, he could vacuum the driveway very well. For all I care. <laughs> if he does it fucking superb, I love him. You know what's really hot to me, which is made me think of this? Like, a really good driver. I love a guy who's, like, a really good driver. You know, like, parallel <laughs> parks. In an, amazing. Yes. I'm like, damn, he's hot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, just, like, cuts in and out really nice. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are looking for a job, like, maybe valet is, like, a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest turn off. Um... The biggest turnoff was probably a guy who like can't do things like like parallel park. <laughs> can't drive. Like, where you think, can't vacuum. <laughs> like when you think that he's gonna be good at parallel parking, like he said, and then he like can't figure it the fuck out. I'm like, these are things that you should know. Or I hate this. If you're at my house, a guy's at my house, and he sees that the trash can is full, and he doesn't. He just shoves it down, down, and he doesn't take it out and ask where the, where the trash can is. That's a really good one. I That's can't a really good one. It. That kind of reminds me of like icks. You know what I mean? When you get an ick for a guy, yeah, that like <laughs> yes. they do something, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, I actually really don't like you because you did that one little small the thing. One thing. Is that so? Does that happen like recently or something? Because I feel like that's like damn. So mm -hmm. that's a really good example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I actually tell you my an ick story? 
Yeah, about tell me, me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> I love this. Back to me. <laughs> You're like, back to me. Anywho. So, you guys, I decided that I didn't like my ex-boyfriend anymore. I only dated him for, like, a blimp, blimp of time. Mm-hmm. Like, only only a year. And, That's a um, fucking I know, but I never, I never liked him. I dated him for a year, and I never liked him. I swear to you, I'm. you could say I'm evil. I had my intentions. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't like him. He literally, one day, my best friend pointed out, put his finger in his ear, twisted it, and sniffed his fingers afterwards. I'm sick. I broke up with him the next day. I was like, I'm not dating you any longer. That was it. I don't care if you're an amazing guy. That's it. You just smelled your fingers after you just touched your ear. That is disgusting. Disgusting. What sick fuck were you dating? I can't even... I couldn't even look at him. I'm not kidding. He like tried to kiss me goodnight. I'm like, oh my god, get away from me! And you're I'm like, like feel so. You're like, icky. how many times have you done that and then touched me after or eaten food? Oh my god, Can have you, you imagine? No. And have you ever like, have you ever dated someone or hooked up with someone and then afterwards you look back and you're and now like in that moment you really liked them and you're like, wow, this is great. Now like if years pass, you're like, I actually feel sick from thinking about that. You know what is so. Absolutely. And this is so funny because I was thinking about this on the way here, like, because I figured we'd talk about relationships. Any guy I've ever dated an ex, I don't know what happens inside of me, but all of my exes, I find disgusting. Repulsive. I'm like, you are foul. And they're not. They're good looking humans. Yeah. Objectively, like, everyone would think they're very fucking hot. And I'm like, you. There might be something about like the female brain. Like when we're disgusted, we can't get over it. I can't turn it off. I have this switch that happens and I'll be so sad after a breakup. Like, oh my God. God. And then it's amazing. All of a sudden, and I'm like, you are foul. And you can't even fathom. I I can't. It's It's so bad. But it's actually amazing. If you like wanted to get over someone, like that's how I got over my ex. And Mm -hmm. it like, I'm not kidding you. Next day after I realized the ex, I was like, nope, can't do it. I love that. Okay, last question. Ever had your parents walk in on you? No. No, I think I'd be mortified. I would die. Die. Ew. Oh I'm my god. Sick. My oh my god. No, 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 no. I am sick. No, 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 no. Even if I'm married, don't care. Even if I have kids and they know I had sex, I would never want that. No. 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 Stop. Um, okay, so now we are at one of our last segments. Oh my god, called, this has gone by so I quick. Know. Uh, it's called mood boosting mantra. So basically, I love every guest to really come on and say something that like rings true to them. A quote, a motto, anything that's kind of like either A, helped your mental health, helped your confidence, helped you, you know, get through the day. Something that is absolutely, absolutely, wherever camera I need to look at, (laughs) if people listen to me, if you are a single woman, you have, and even if you're dating, or in whatever it may be, you have to read Getting to I Do by Dr. Pat Allen. Getting to I Do. Getting to Damn it, Katie. I Do. I should have read it. No. What's it about? You, you have to read it even because you're in a relationship. Yeah. You have to read it. What's it, it is about? Life changing. So it's the psychology of a man and literally how to. She has a 92% success rate in getting people married within one year. It, I, I met with this woman. Okay, mind you, she's 86 years old at this point. But I was like, holy fuck, I read this book. Changed my entire life. I was like, I need to find her. I need to find her. I need to find her. What? I had therapy sessions with her. What? It was insane. Wait, but I don't want to be married in a year. 
Well, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I literally okay. can't even imagine like that like stresses me out. Okay. Like I well, need a lot of time. Yeah. Like I need a lot of time. Like I no, it's okay. people always ask me, like, because we've been together over a year, people are like, when's the ring coming? And I'm like, oh my god, I really hope not in the next two years. Right. Because I'm like, I need to well, first off, I dated a guy for like five years. Oh. And so like before, like when I was like 18 to like 24-ish. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I need to make sure that this is like a really perfect person. And I just right. feel like a year is really fast. Well, I think within a year, once you've already gone through it. So it's like, Got it. you, she also says that the first year you don't know somebody. You don't know somebody for a year because there's different stages of getting to know somebody. And the first, th- the first three months is the perfect phase is what she I says. I completely agree with that. Yeah. And then six to nine months is where you're starting to figure out they're um, just the qualities about them, the yeah. qualities that you don't like, qualities that you do like, but you start to get it. You notice in yourself there's a shift. You're like, why am I annoyed that he flips pancakes yeah, this yeah, way? Yeah. It's like, what the uh, fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that fully. And then so the, you know, the last three months, the 9 to 12 she talks about are these things that you can live with for the rest of your life, and then you get to know them. And then so that whole year is really getting to know somebody. You don't know somebody for a year. <gasps> Wait, but I kind of disagree with that. Really? Yeah, I feel like I like really know knew my boyfriend like very, 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 very well at like four or five months. Okay. Was this? Did y'all meet during quarantine? Yes. Okay. So not it's to very, psychoanalyze. Very, very sped up. Right. Meanwhile, so it's, like yes. You're in a... We're not in a real life. Yeah. For the first six months, we were not in a real life scenario. We couldn't go out to bars. We couldn't right. travel together and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. really locking ourselves in you know a house together quarantining and yeah. we had so many like of those scares too where we thought we had I'm not gonna say it because wow because you know um yeah. podcast and YouTube if you say the word of uh yeah. the Rona yeah. then you get demoted but right, yeah right. so like quarantining for, like weeks on end together and like you really get to know someone then I feel well, like well your your relationship basically is in an incubator and it's yeah. just like I mean I could see that so for you four months really was like a year but, yeah. but normal people are fucking true. together Very true. every single day. But I do think that being single is so good for us. Yeah. And I think absolutely. a lot of girls like out there are like, oh my God, I need to find that person. I need to like have that comfort level and you know, and like really strive for it. But at the same time, like when you're single, you learn so much about yourself. Absolutely. I think you have to be comfortable with being single. And that's that's the difference though and i think once you get to a place where you're comfortable with being single but you're also there's a lot of times where girls are questioning themselves like why hasn't it worked out yeah or like i thought he was the one or like and so many times we're like what could we have done different and that sucks right so i felt like at that point i was at that point and i i read this book and i was like holy shit if i had this book yeah. Fucking five years ago, I would have fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that would be like my one piece of. Yeah, I love it. Giving the world. I love it. It's also it's very different than we've ever gotten. So hell yeah, you're both unique answers and red curry as well. Red fucking curry. Red curry. I gotta I look into that when I'm hungover. <laughs> I don't know if I could stomach it, but, you know, we'll try. We'll try. I'll tag you if I try. I promise it's good. (laughs) All right, where can everyone find you? What's your IG? And what do you have coming up? Okay, so, yeah, this is... 
first, my Instagram is VL Fuller, TikTok VL Fuller. I haven't gotten on Twitter yet. It just <laughs> seems very extreme. Well, thank you so much for coming on Austin AF. You are our last, actually, we're probably going to air this before other Nashvillians as well. But thank you so much for being on Austin AF on the road here from Nashville. I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for having me.